Welcome to We Heard About Pluto, a Psych Rewatch podcast. I'm Riggs, that's JP, that's George, and we are the Psych Boys. What's up, boys? Whoop, whoop. What is up? We're the whooping psych it up. Boys. Could that's that right. be our first piece of merch? Psych Boys. Like our logo. I think our logo is pretty fucking cool. And I think yeah. we could put, we should put that on shit, right? Sure. Like I agree. Mugs. Bumper sticker, get it on a mug. Bumper sticker, T-shirt. Like I heard they'll print pie. pineapples with them. <laughs> <laughs> Giant pineapples. We should brand pineapple. That's what we should do. We should have our own line of pineapples. Grow them Dole, like that. We're coming for your ass. We're coming for your asses. We, got we are that, also. We got, that, we got that Jeffrey Bezos Bezos money behind that's us. Right. So you better fucking watch out, Dole. We're All gonna of- go with Bezos to destabilize South America mm-hmm. and and claim a, a, a banana plantation for ourselves. That's and, right. Uh, and we're gonna be the next kings of the banana. All Chiquita. Chiquita. All it takes is a quick telegram for this to happen. That's it. <laughs> From the moon. <laughs> moon telegram. Moon telegram. I didn't know they did. They guess they have that technology yeah. up there. Bezos can make anything happen. He just wrote in last week. I hope whoever is coming is listening to us from last week's episode we had on Big Nate, Nate Kylie, great guest, great mm. episode. Well, um, pretty good guest. That's <laughs> a big like show. I'm going to kick that guy's ass next time. I we see are going to kick his ass. We did. The rivalry that. continues. We, we were trying to bring some peace. <laughs> I was trying to broker a peace between the show, the two shows. It just nope. did, things got worse. Well, you're right. in an awkward position, JP, because as we did discuss, we do like, you know, the joint custody type thing. You're bouncing around from house to house, like podcast to podcast. I'm just playing everybody off of each other. You are. You get double <laughs> Christmas presents, though, which I. It's great. Also, yeah. It is. Yeah, it's it's got to be nice. I wish. And we are. I'm always trying to compete with Nate too. Me and George are competing with Nate here. Like we're like, what did what what the fuck did Nate get him for his birthday? What did he get him for Christmas? We got to do. We got to do it better. We got to get him something better. <laughs> yeah. And apparently every year, like I've heard, Nate just gets you friends on DVD. <laughs> the same season. The same. Every, season. It is every. It's always season one, which is by far the worst season. Like, why does he have so many copies of it? I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. know. He's got like a whole warehouse just stacked with DVD copies of, of and not Blu-ray, just DVD copies of season one of Friends. Yeah. And like a terrible pun on it. It's like the card says like a Gunter year older. <laughs> I see you got one, too. And he's like, make you, it's clear that he's making these cards. Yeah. And I don't know. He went on like a DVDs are coming back type rant that I had to cut out of the last episode. That's why he has them all. So. <laughs> No one. One heard. time, one time, he got me like a Bloomingdale's gift card specifically so that I could use it in the personal shopping section. And he like went on this whole thing about one of the like later jobs that Rachel had, <laughs> and he was like, "I hope you use this to meet someone, and then maybe this like gets you back with your ex because he's jealous." <laughs> it was this whole big thing, Nate. You you don't have to go that hard on it, dude. It's really it's- not. Men it's not real friends. life, Nate. Yeah, it's he, we're concerned at this point <laughs> that it's like he's a hard time separating reality from, from from friends. But it's scary. It is scary. But I'll digress. It was uh, it was a fun episode. But this is yet another episode of we heard about Pluto season three. Season three, boys. Who no one thought we would make it this far, but here we are. They doubted us. They Haters doubted doubters, us. All mm-hmm. of them. It's unbelievable. Especially. And yeah, we proved them wrong. We have a lot of the same haters. Keep them our them biggest fan Bezos has. Yeah, <laughs> we share a lot of the same haters, but I think we'll prove them all that we we will prevail. We will prevail here. 
We've got him on our side. The moon. As no. as in the moon, there is little to no regulation on this podcast. That's right. That's right. <laughs> exactly right. Kind of replicating the moon here in that sense. I like to think of us as a little moon. Wow, that's so nice. It's really sweet. I like that. All right. So we got season three, episode three here. Um, this is a fun one. I'm I'm I am I say this a lot, but I am curious to hear what you guys thought because I feel like sometimes these can go either way on on some of these style of episodes but we have season three episode three titled daredevils daredevils with an exclamation, exclamation. point yes yeah. it's just like bounty hunter Bounty. oh yes Much. with an exclamation point and um earlier not two episodes ago actually it was two episodes ago but ghosts <laughs> with an exclamation ghosts wow. Yes, they wanted to be ghosts. That's Mm. that's how you tie these all together. That's right. The things that they wanted to be growing up. Sean clearly at one point wanted to be a ghost. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that one has a lot of dark deleted scenes with him trying to kill himself to be a ghost. (laughs) We didn't talk about that. Yeah, it's really dark and intense, which I don't know why they even shoot those sometimes those deleted scenes, but (laughs) it fits uh, right in with this episode, which is also (laughs) grim. It really is. Okay, so let's grim episode. Let's get into. Okay, so I will. um, Let's just say what happens really, real quick. Uh, Daredevils um, is the third episode of season three. Yes, we know that. Well, watching a Daredevils motorcycle jump at a fair, Sean believes someone is sabotaging his stunts. Sean and Gus talk their way into his inner circle in order to find out who's trying to kill him and why. So that is the episode we will, you know, we'll talk about the ending, but what, but let's just get into it. What do we think of this episode? Jeff Fahey. Amazing. Oh my God. He Frank Lapidus. He, he brings it so fucking hard um, as, as Dutch, the clutch Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Claire wanted me to inform you guys. She refers to our Dutch oven uh, whenever we busted out as Dutch, the clutch oven. That wow. fucking rules. That rules. Um, it's uh, I, I this this episode has a lot of great stuff. It's got some really low budget uh, motorcycle stunt work going on. <laughs> yes. um, it's got it's I didn't it, notice <laughs> it's got <laughs> some really cool low budget green screen going on. <laughs> it's got everything. No, it's 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 a really fun one. I just the solution, the, the answer, the, the who's trying to kill Dutch is fucking bummer town. Um, and I do want to talk about the ending because I think I think it was I think I walked away from it this time interpreting the ending differently than when I had previously seen it. Mm, interesting. But we can get to that in a little bit. But uh, just general general. I, I think it's a great episode. I think I, I think uh, Fahey is just amazing. He's so fucking good. And yeah. he's also really great in Psycho 3 and people <laughs> should go watch Psycho 3. And my reference point for him lost as Frank Lapidus, the helicopter wow. pilot. Great. And my, Frank, and, Frank, and my Frank reference point. Frank the <laughs> Frank penis. penis. Oh, my God. Frank the penis. It was weird. I don't know why. <laughs> the, it's oversight with the lost writers because it really took the serious tone out of the show when he was on screen. I, I will say uh, my touchstone for uh, is actually uh, in seventh grade. I went on a date with a girl and we went to see the hot new release, Lawnmower Man. I thought you were going to say you went on a date and she was Jeff Fahey. She was Jeff Fahey. <laughs> no, but she was a big fan. I mean, I was weird. A fan he? She was, oh, she was a big fan. Fan he. 
Um, yeah, but uh, yep, awesome lawnmower man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dog. Classic faithful adaptation of the Stephen King. Story. Stephen King has said at multiple occasions how it's the most faithful adaptation of any of his stories ever. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he loves God, it. I'm realizing I don't know so many things. Like just wow. being yeah. on this. So you can just take our word on this one. It's I'm it's critically gonna, it's critically acclaimed both by the critics and by Stephen King. Mm-hmm. The ultimate critic, some say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's talk uh, about yes. Flashback Kid, credited as not Gus, which is maybe the yeah. funniest thing I've ever seen. I didn't realize that, and that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Why was there no Gus? Probably because they didn't want us to be like, oh, yeah, Sean would play Gus in fucking real peril. <laughs> <laughs> like launching a goddamn mountain bike at his face. Sean's clearly trying to kill this kid. Yeah. yeah so they're like, I would pull in some other punk ass. <laughs> Where did all the kids disappear to so quickly? That's a kids good question. Because there's no like buildings around. It's pretty open road. Like are they running really fast? Or they maybe? just jumped off like they jumped into the ocean, maybe? Yeah, maybe. I've actually they heard that themselves. Yeah. <laughs> kids, kids, um, even though they have really wide shoulders, they can fit into an opening the size of a dime. Oh, oh wow. That makes sense. Like yeah. like cats. They're the mice. same exact yeah. right. thing is true of cats. <laughs> they have like a floating clavicle that um, yep. just lets them uh, Right out into the middle of nowhere. <laughs> oh, horrible little monsters. Kids, if you're out there, just know no opening. You know, just you get in there. Just get you'll you'll, you'll figure it out. You got that's the spine is bendable. Yeah, that's right. This has been Reeg's kid advice corner. That's right. <laughs> well, it's really George's advice. I'm just kind of you know. <laughs> no, I was just commenting on a fact. You were calling. You were no like, hey kids, either. hey kids, <laughs> just get in there. Well, if it's but a Reeves, fact, we then know it would that be... you. We know that you used to write for Highlights Magazine, and it's hard to let go of that past. I'll always you be used a to highlighter. write Goofus and Gallant. <laughs> it's hard for me to escape that universe. Yes, sure. I do have a you see behind me in the Matrix, a lot of Highlights magazines taped up to the Matrix wall. But... That's right. <laughs> That's right. Makes it highlights big, expanded universe. Exactly. A big poster that says, "Do be gallant. Don't Do. be." <laughs> One is a red pill, one is a blue. It's very confusing. <laughs> like I feel like I'm trying too hard to, to cross them over. Yeah, you've tied them together pretty well, I think. Uh, I don't, I'm, I'm a little self-conscious about it. But um, while we're also talking about references yes. and like sort of very specific stuff, I do also want to point out the very funny he jumped at the Springfield Gorge reference. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was really good. We know the Simpsons exists in the psych verse, which is mm. refreshing. Thank God. I don't know how I feel about, and I like this episode. Don't get me wrong. I, I think it's fun. Um, but the, I, the the thing that I kept thinking about while watching is like the daredevil thing as a whole is kind of just like, I don't know, just daredevils as a, the, the concept of them is pretty hokey and lame to me. Oh, classic know. Juliet over here. Yeah, it's I kind of. Oh, that's right. She does say that. Um, yeah. And this, I can forget. And then he proves really, her wrong. She's not really uh, <laughs> just like we're going to prove you wrong <laughs> in this one too much. But I don't know. I kind of think they're kind of a little lame and they're very well, Riggs. I think you'll find that actually it's very cool and also gives Sean <laughs> an excuse to bring back his motorcycle skills. Riggs. Yep, that's true. Yep. I don't I know did... what you don't like about death defying stunts with explosions, but, you know, it, it, he, I guess to each their own. Yeah, Riggs. I don't know. It's fun, but it's like, do those like do people really like I, I just I've only ever seen it exist in tv and movies like mm. do those people like evil knievel was a real one but that's who everyone references 
and he was from a, like fucking like 200 years ago you know what i mean like do do those people still exist i think that they get they like travel around like you see the guy hustling to book him at places i don't think that there are really people like sean who are like holy shit fucking touch the clutches here <laughs> that's what or i'm I saying think that i think that you probably do get people like i i went to a demolition derby one time yeah i've i've i have seen stunt show stuff at like you know when like the carnival's in town and shit like yeah. that like they they they, oh, yeah, they do the, the ball the, yes the, the motorcycle and the ball thing yeah mm. that's cool death defying Reeg's. Also, we, I'm more of a we, fan of the opera or yeah. something like that. Oh, okay, yeah, that's true. You've always been one of the literati. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless of, um, I really do enjoy this episode. And again, yes, what's his name? Jeff Fahey? Yeah. Just absolutely destroys it. Absolutely destroys it in this role. I love him. Love him in it. He's, just, he's, he's and no, the, his man, his manager, can we talk about him for a second? He, sure. I could not get, um, Robbie Starr from Superstar Tracks Records. That's who the manager from I Think You Should Leave. This is oh, really oh my God. this is really in your Q zone, Dutch. Like that's wow. that's what I really <laughs> yes. I could not not see it every time <laughs> I was watching. Gotta drive, fly Jeff Chris down from Indiana to make this stunt <laughs> really pop off. That's right. Um, he does feel a lot like that. I I I think this episode is a lot of fun. I do not Love it, I would say, but I do like it. The green screen that you pointed out before when they tumble off the roof is mm. like the funniest thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really been saying really that bad. too much, but uh, <laughs> but I mean it this time. It's it's just so glaring, like it was so low budget. Yeah. Um, Sean and Dutch would have one hundred percent died. They should have totally died from that fall because they fall backwards and then they are ending up like just hanging on to it. That's physics. I mean, mm-hmm. do physics not exist in this universe? So that's no, what they that don't. we're supposed to believe. Look, no, they don't. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well that checks out then. Here's I'm here's good. my question to you gentlemen. Yes. Is would you have like me perhaps preferred that they cut some of well i guess they couldn't really never mind i was because here's my thing is that this episode feels like it goes too fast in my opinion ironic for a daredevil episode oh (laughs) but um (laughs) much like dutch's motorcycle exactly i think that um i would like to spend more time with the characters like when they are like, oh, it's the manager. I'm like, I don't know anything about this manager except that he like one time whispered weirdly in the guy's ear. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, right. and the the kids like seeing them, the the one guy has got like a Jiro dreams of sushi shit going on, mm-hmm. uh, where he wants to do his own daredeviling and like maybe there was like a love triangle with the wife and one of the other employees and. There's a lot of like interesting dead ends yep. because of where because of where this episode ends up. Perhaps they have to. I mean, I guess they all have to. They have to set up a lot of dead ends for that to work. But I also just would like to spend more time with them. And I guess what I was going to ask is, would it have been better if they cut the shitty low budget like stunts and just like said that happened off screen and now we get to just spend more time with these people 
but it's really kind of baked into the plot. So I think that they probably would have to restructure it pretty seriously if that were the case. Yeah. I, so I, I don't I know what the answer is. There were, there, there are more red herrings this time than a typical episode. We don't get anything on the, uh, the wife at all. Um, it just, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I think that that's, I think that's an astute point. I think that maybe that's where it just doesn't resonate with me so well. Um, because it, it's going for a very heavy ending and it, it it's there was so much in there that that you just have to kind of like believe that this this is what's this you just are thrust to the end without without seeing any kind of journey uh for the character but i don't know i'm say i have such a torn opinion on this one because I agree with everything that you're saying, but also it does emotionally resonate. At least the ending of it really emotionally resonates. I think they, they, I think that that's what part of why I'm like ranting about how good Faye is because yeah. he gives you a character that you can connect with at the end. Mm-hmm. That's one that very true. I, I don't know. I, I think I like this one. I think it kind of works for me in a lot of ways where the ending, yeah, it's very, it's, it's really dark. It's probably the darkest psych ending that we've had um to date of this show i mean he's trying to kill himself so he can give his insurance money to his family that and there's no crime there's no crime or no murder or nothing fraud, really. i guess it's the fraud <laughs> yeah i guess but like that's just like you know not a t- sure no one's hypocr- no one's getting hurt except him right exactly and he's trying to do it to himself and i, I think the way they go about it is interesting and it's new like we this is a very atypical psych episode where we have this dark ending. And I think they both really crush it at the end. I think James Rode Rodriguez and um, Jeff Fahey, Jeff Fahey, mm-hmm. right? Um, mm-hmm. I think they both really, if it was anybody else, maybe in on the cast, it might not have worked as well. But those two, I think really brought it and kind of sold it for me. Like this is, you know, it was, it was dark, but it was kind of touching in a way. Like this is his motivation to kind of take care of his family. And he's so selfless about it that he's going to kill himself. So to make sure that his family is taken care of. Um, so it worked for me. I liked it a lot. And I liked also how they kept the A and the B plot totally separated. Like Lassie and Juliet weren't involved in that story at all. It was no, all about Lassie was, Lassie, just, was, Lassie was trying to date a call girl. Right. Yeah. It was all that's, about Juliet that's trying what to should have been cut that <laughs> fucking B plot, which is terrible. It's the know. same Juliet bullshit every single time. It's like, oh, we have nothing for her to do. Let's have her do something else, like throw a party for the chief or find Lassiter <laughs> a girlfriend. It's uh, just, it's, I, it's this is there are like there are not funny moments in this plot line because there are, you know, Lassiter's date sounds like a fucking nightmare. Um, when they pull the badges out at the end and she's like, I got to fucking go. <laughs> it was very <laughs> funny. But, um, but yeah, like this is just so ultimately uninteresting and doesn't add mm-hmm. anything yeah. to anything happening really. Um, also really fucking weird of the chief to be like, you should find him a girlfriend because Seems very inappropriate. Yeah. Very inappropriate. And like Juliet comes out and, First of all, it to me sounds like she's asking Juliet to fuck to him. sleep with that's him. That's what yes, I thought too. Yes, yes. That's like what yes. it does seem like. Right. That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> and then she goes, I think the chief is asking me to find him a girlfriend. And I went, Okay, that's better. Still 
very inappropriate. Yep. And yep. Um, I don't know. It just the whole thing feels kind of tacked on in a way that maybe would have opened up more room if they had just had the A plot to focus on that character development. Yep. 100%. Yeah. I could see that too. Um, sometimes I kind of like, and you're right. Like you're all your points you're making are correct, but I do sometimes like where there is really nothing. Like mm. it's just kind of this light, nothing B plot sure, sure. that doesn't have anything to do. Cause I do think they do this really well on the show where they blend the ongoing storyline and a one-off where you can really jump into any episode, but there is this kind of, lingering story that goes along i think they balance that in most episodes really well. sure i think this one is so shallow for the b plot though yeah no it is it 100 is shallow i think it's, it's just fun it's funny because it and also you get uh this is not really the b plot but where they're all we're all they're all in the police station you get a little good buzz too sure that's a no, plot yeah, that's prime a plot though. that's a that's- plot yeah, that's all related to the daredevil. Well, that's only it's the only time they're like all in the police station where I think all the characters are together. Because other other than that, like Sean and Juliet don't talk for the rest of the episode, I think. So but does but did Juliet need to be there for something? Like I don't know. I that... guess from the aside from the sense that it's in the police station. I don't yeah. Think she, yeah, she didn't add anything to the scene. Except to, I... for Sean's proving how cool daredevils are to her mm-hmm. in a way. The B plot felt like a family sitcom from the 80s and 90s to me. Uh, it just felt like hijinksy and and silly in a way that just it just it did have some funny moments. But on the whole, I just kind of I didn't I, I, I wasn't a fan of it personally. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a, it wasn't my favorite B plot, but um Mm, we're, we're, I feel we're like getting, you were saying it was your favorite B plot. It's my yeah, favorite I, fucking I you, plot. I fucking you, love it. I want Lassie <laughs> to find love. I want him to find love. And I think Juliet's a good vehicle to get him there. I don't think it's inappropriate <laughs> at all for the chief to ask for that. <laughs> oh, I convinced. do think it was a really cool story for the chief, though. Like the, her referencing uh, an old police woman uh, episode. Yeah, that was funny. It was her only scene in the episode, but I thought she did really well. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah. It, look, she's doing a lot with the material she was given. Which was to ask a very inappropriate question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's what I want to. It was I don't remember. I I just I mean I watched this episode today, so you think I would, but was where's Henry? Aside from the flashback, where is he in this episode? Is I he anywhere? No. Yeah, I don't think he had a, a storyline in this one. Another atypical part of Psych where Sean doesn't need his guidance or something like that, or you know, or winds up at his house for whatever reason. Yeah, Henry, no, Henry I, wouldn't approve. Mm-hmm. No, we certainly wouldn't. <laughs> Daredevils. <laughs> Imagine. Oh. So, 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 what do you think happens to to Dutch the Clutch at the yeah. end of the episode and after after we fade to black? What do you what do you? Because I now that I've seen this this multiple times, watching it tonight, I think I had a very different interpretation than the last time I watched it. So I wanted to see what you guys thought that the implied ending was. I think that dude's dead. Dude dead. He's yeah. dead. I don't know. I kind of think he is too. He does seem like it was a really good scene. And that's what the this question kind of hits that home. Like they did a, a really good job, both of them kind of selling that. Like, what's he going to do? Um, But yeah, I think he's just a little more stubborn than Sean Speechel. You know, he's more stubborn than, you know, like the, it, Sean. It was a great speech by Sean, but I don't think it's going to sway him to from his ultimate decision. Yeah, That's, I think 
I was just going to say, I think that that's what he's saying at the very end there, you know, that the, at the end of the day, this not only sets his family up, but also gives him one like last hurrah, you know, mm-hmm. heroes, they don't, they don't fade away. They yeah. burn out brother. And, and uh, I think that wise he, words, George, did you yeah. just come up with that? I did actually, I didn't want to wow. brag about it, but um, <laughs> I felt really good about it saying it. And <laughs> I think that he's going to burn out there and he's, he, he goes out there and he probably explodes in a big fiery ball of That's- gasoline. It's, it does seem because because it is that I, I think I maybe I hadn't caught it the first time, but it does seem like because when he says is you got one thing wrong, though, I, I was the kid that would squirt milk out. out yeah, my eyes. like like he he wants that spotlight. He wants mm-hmm. that. He does it for his family, but he primarily started doing it to begin with because he wants the fame and the attention. Sure. Even when Sean saves his life, he's like, nobody steals my spotlight. That's right. That's right. Yeah. He was pissed at him initially. And that scene, too, they're really we haven't talked about this this season. They're really in your face with product placement. We've got Dunkin Donuts and Red Robin referenced in each episode. I think (laughs) I think Red Robin is in the last is referenced in the last three episodes. Wow, I have not noticed. (laughs) I I want to I want to BLT at Red Robin. It goes basket of unlimited fries. I'm just so tuned out. I guess that uh, I just hear Sean go. I really think we should stop at burger restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to me, too, that they do this because it's kind of like self-aware product placement a lot of times because they're mentioning it. Um, mm-hmm. But which is I don't know. I can take it or leave it. But they have some really great fake names for restaurants later in the show. And I'm glad that they kind of shift to that because mm-hmm. there's some real bangers there. Um, I don't actually think they sell bangers at Red Robin. Oh, it's bangers mash. and mash. They do sell mash, yeah. yeah they, they do sell, sell mash. mash, no Just bangers. Mash. <laughs> oh, would you like a banger in the mouth? Remember? <laughs> I'm arrested development. We, we call it a sausage show, in the mouth. <laughs> we just call it a sausage. Um, oh, it's the midday popping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great stuff. All right, let's. Um, why do we gush gush, gents? Let's do it. Go first it. since uh, Reek stole mine last time. Wow. I, I, I stole everyone's thunder last time. Wow. So someone else go. There were some great Gus moments in this one, but my absolute wow. favorite Gus moment of the entire episode is when they're walking through the carnival and the basketball rolls over to him oh, and he yes. just takes a shot and just throws it straight at the wall. It's so good. It was really so fantastic. fucking great. Wow. J- JP, that was mine until, um, uh, you know what, George? I'm sorry, George. I, I feel like I might steal your thunder again. I went first last time. Why don't you go? Why don't no, you go? no, no, no. Because I wrote both of the, obviously, I wrote both of the two down that are the two moments of greatness, which is him throwing the basketball, which and is fantastic. Let's say and, it at the same time. And three, two, one. Hurdling the bike. The bike. Oh, yes. No. That was not what I was going to say. I was going to say hurdling the fucking chairs in the police station. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I have a different a one. Moment. Moment. That, was a that is moment. good. That's another good one. Wow. It's when okay, he's great. on the... Uh, the sidecar on the on the on the sidecar, but then you uh, see him coming over the bridge on that little bike, like just scootering <laughs> along. That is fun. That is that fun. Was great. Wow, yeah. I'm shocked uh, that we didn't pick the same one. Then good. I know. Good Gus moments. All the chairs around. was really good. That was, was uh, that was it was a tough one between all three of ours. I yeah, really I, well, especially the reason that that one stuck out to me. So I, I guess I'll actually talk about it since since we're not talking about the same exact thing. Is that you know when 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 Juliet's like, oh, it's fucking stupid, and Sean doesn't even they don't even talk about it. He just like walks over. He does his little like butt up in the air thing. Yeah, it's so funny. He he really um 
Oh, and he gets, I love he gets when a Gus fucking standing ovation. Yeah, he, yeah, people he are standing a standing ovation for jumping over two chairs. Uh, yeah, that's fucking right, JP. Stunts are fucking awesome because stunts are awesome. Yeah. All right, this episode. And those stunts ain't Jeff Fakey. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Fakey, he went there. I went there. We get a good buzz moment here, too, with Buzz yeah. jumping over the chairs. But it's very fun. I thought this could be a new maybe a new segment since he's kind of coming in here more often. You guys have heard of Buzz Lightyear. No, mm-hmm. it doesn't ring a bell. Oh, damn it. Um, well, he's a character from something else. But this is could be Buzz Light Minute. Instead of All here, right. minute. I <laughs> like get it? it. I <laughs> like it. All right. Okay. Buzz Light Minute. All right. Buzz, All buzz right. Light Minute. Because it's kind okay. of a light minute. Yeah. Yeah. George is, is freaking okay. out. He loves it so much. I can tell. And he totally gets it because he knew who Buzz Lightyear was, too. <laughs> now, so this is a, a Buzz Light Minute. Yeah. I love it. I'm just saying I made me laugh. So I like it a lot. I like it a lot. And oh, I definitely know who Buzz Lightyear is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't. You haven't said anything specific to make me think that you do. So he he's first iconic. Off, what would you? What do you have to say yeah. about him? First off, you know, named Buzz. Great name. Classic. Mm-hmm. Strong. Not, well, that's not masculine name. May your child be a masculine child. No one uh, would and, say and, this and when asked to describe Buzz Lightyear. No one would say this or start with this. Number two, what's in a light year? You know, it's a <sighs> name like how this. You even, Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred like minutes. You know, a, like yes. a, the, not even naming the movie he's from. Like that would do. He's from. <laughs> he's from a, the upcoming. How can Buzz you just like your live action movie? Yes, oh exactly, exactly. How can you name just one? I mean, he's just he's his whole catalog. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, man, I don't know what to make of this here. Uh, I feel like they're <laughs> fucking trolling my ass right now. I would never. Uh, gentlemen, I, I got an important question. For yes, please, please. Riggs, did you spot a pineapple? JP, I did spot a pineapple. One pineapple. All right. George, did you spot a pineapple? Uh, fucking better have because it was on screen for a whole goddamn episode, practically. Uh, I don't know if we're talking about the right pineapple. There's Whoa. only one pineapple in this episode. I know. It was just on screen for a very long time. Oh, okay. All right. huh. All right, George, why don't you go ahead? And I I also spotted the pineapple, um, did my screaming at the TV, pineapple! Mm. Um, George, tell us about the pineapple. Uh, It is uh, right after and including when Gus takes his terrible shot with the basketball. Mm -hmm. There is an enormous pineapple hanging from an inflatable tree. Mm -hmm. That's correct. It's like a carnival prize. is correct. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, good. on screen I, for a long time. They like really like the tracking shot as they walk, like follows that guy. Yeah, too. it it really was. <laughs> it's in your I, face. That, also, that brings up another. Uh, um, they really sold me on the whole carnival thing because every single extra and every single scene was carrying a giant stuffed animal, including during the motorcycle chase. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! So uh, really, it really brought me in. It cemented that world for me. It really felt like a very real carnival. It's mm. it's funny because I was like right before I saw that I'm watching this episode and I'm like, I got to be on top of these fucking pineapples. I didn't see one last episode. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on with this guy's shirt? Were there pineapples there? I don't know. And then like not a second later, this big ass pineapple just yeah. pops up on the screen. So. At least it's early. You yeah. Relax. <laughs> no, it's you happened can't. before, though. I, 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 there's my laurels right there. Nice. 
my my laurels are right there and i'm resting on them and meanwhile pineapples are just passing me by later in the episode wow here's george scrooge mcduck style diving (laughs) into all these pineapple points yeah, because that's he's fucking spot, right. Spotting the it's pineapples sticky. left and right. <laughs> I, so, so the current the current it's score sticky, right yeah. now, uh, George is in first place with four. JP in second with three, and finally breaking out ahead of Nate. Reeves has two pineapples to Nate's one. Hell yeah! Congrats. The host has more points than a guest that's been in one episode. <laughs> hey man, you gotta start somewhere. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, that's good. I mean, we're still pretty close, but we got a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a 16 episode season. So we'll see where we yeah. end up. The season is right. So it's, it's, it's now it's, it's Riggs's turn to go first this week on our uh, ratings. Oh yes. And okay. since uh, we gave it to Nate last week. That's true. Yes. We broke the form. We had a guest. Um, yeah. So I will jump in. I, okay. I like this one. I, I, I didn't think I was going to, you know, honestly, the funny thing about this show, rewatching it like this is certain episodes stick out of my mind when they come up again. Like, Oh yeah, I remember this Daredevil episode. And I'm like in my head, I'm like, eh, I don't know how much I'm going to love this one. I kind of remember I'm like, it was okay. Cause I, again, I, me, I'm kind of cooling on Daredevil since, you know, mm. I've been like a teenager, I guess. Since mm. Unbelievable. We've, we've Unbelievable. I know. I know. This episode and you guys have kind of turned me around a little bit, though. Yeah, because I thought this one was really good. I liked a lot of times when they break form and they kind of try new things. It doesn't necessarily work for me. This one really did. I really liked it. I didn't love. I mean, the B plot. Yeah, you take it or leave it. It could have happened really in any episode and it, it, it didn't need to exist and it was kind of like just weak for just like them scrounging for something for Juliet and Lassie to do because they have to be on screen because they're getting paid to be <laughs> um but you know like I, I it's just it just it, it couldn't take it or leave it but I liked it I kind of like sometimes like a light b plot type um type episode where nothing really happens and it's kind of just there um because that's just what the show is I can passively watch it sometimes and then a b plot like this lends itself to that mm-hmm uh but liked it liked it all like the perf- performance by jeff Fahey, great sean was great at the end gus was very funny um i'm gonna go with oh, i have the power here so i'm just gonna say what i was gonna think i'm gonna go with eight i'm gonna go with the solid eight eight pounds wow. all right okay wow george you want to jump in yeah I'll yeah go, go ahead go. um my real opinion on daredevil re is that it's okay. You know, that's what fine. What the it's fuck nice. is this? <laughs> <laughs> Making me feel like a pile of shit for pile of piss. Pile of piss. Yeah, pile yes, of that's right. I want to I do want to coin that. Pile you make me feel like a pile of piss. 30 minutes now. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just for fun. Okay. Um, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good um, time. Yeah, I, was, I, I look, I, I think Daredevilry is fun. It's not my favorite thing, so I don't think it's inherently compelling. But I do think that this has a really great performance from Jeff Fahey. I think that um, it, it would have been great no matter what he was bringing to it, you know, or I rather, I think that no matter what episode they put him in, mm-hmm. that what he was bringing to this role was really good. And I think he probably would have slotted in fine in anything. And so for that reason, because this is really just like the Jeff Fahey show, mm-hmm. I think the rest of this episode kind of sucks. Wow. 
I think that like the plot is kind of it's atypical, but mm-hmm. not in a good way for me. Like I don't want to have the ending of an episode of Psych be like that sad old man is killing himself so that he can provide for his family. Right. And then on top of that, the B plot we already talked about does nothing for me really. And because this is this has like the set pieces, the stunt work, the Jeff Fahey show, all of these these little dead ends that have to have characters introduced and then discarded. Even the Sean and Gus stuff is kind of minimal, to be mm-hmm. honest for me. Yeah, it's it's a little lacking. And so I think I'm going to go with a four. Wow. <laughs> Holy right. shit. A four from George. Wow. Lowest score of the season, I think, so and far. I can't even change uh, it. So far really this know, season. You've said it. It's. JP's edging so, it in stone. There he is. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. So far, the lowest score given this season was Reeks gave episode one a 6.5. So this oh. four is the new lowest score of the season. Nice. Wow. I'm liking that you're keeping the track of the scores, too. Thank yeah, you. we're going to have JP, averages and shit. Our resident statistician. Statis, mm-hmm. Status. Statistician. Sure. Mm-hmm. Nailed that. Pile of piss. <laughs> so I, 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 had, I had some major issues with this episode. And the first one is it doesn't make sense that they try to say that he's blind, but then clearly he can see he has some sort Mm. of sonar sight. And like, how are you going to be a blind martial artist? Now, with that said, Matt Murdock was fucking up all over the place though. The singer, the single shot hallway fight was brilliant. Absolutely Mm. brilliant. Really was like some of the best like action you've seen, you can see on a television show, but, um, well, I've often said that the best parts of the psych CU is when they're doing street level nitty gritty stuff. Yes. You have said that quite a bit. The Jessica Jones stuff I thought was really good. And it's <laughs> yeah. really tough subject matter. Yes. No, I, 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 I think I think, I, I, you know, again, I think you guys have made some really great points. I, too, I, I just think that daredevilry and stunt work um, People put themselves on the line for our entertainment, and I don't like that. I don't. I, I genuinely don't. I, I legitimately, um, you know, like you, you like, like you know, in in fucking uh, what was it in Triple X where the stuntman died in in a, in doing a a take, and they kept it in the movie as like to honor him. But it's like, was that really worth it? Like someone died for this shit. We're we talking that. Diesel? I can't. Diesel triple X or cube triple X? Which one? Which one? I think it's it's the diesel diesel one. Yeah. Mm. It's the diesel triple X. Um, Continue, JB. I know, but that's, but that's the whole point. Like this is a show that's for fun and for funsies and for goofers. And this one, (laughs) every time I've watched this episode, it leaves a really sad feeling. Like it, it just, it resonates in a really sad way for me. And that's awesome that, that, that a show can make me feel things like that. It's Mm -hmm. the beauty of, of, of our storytelling. It's just not what I want in a psych episode. Um, but then you got to balance that with, I mean, it was the Fahey show. The whole episode, that that scene where they're out for drinks and he's just nonstop, like he's all coked up and like yeah. he's taking money to like fall off of the, 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 uh, the patio. Like he's so good. He's so over the top and good. So that saves it a little bit for me. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm Georgia. I, I think. I, I'm not, I, I don't, I won't disparage what you gave it. I think a four, that's an honest score. I'm going to go 
six. I think a six is as high as I can really go with this episode because it does a lot of things well. And then it does a lot of things so poorly, so poorly. The motorcycle, I mean, I could ride a motorcycle as well as the <laughs> stunt work in those. And I've never ridden a motorcycle in my life. Like, it was, it was, not, it was not well done. The landing looked good. The landing looked good, I thought. The, the landing beginning. did look good. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It does kind of seem like they like the whole. It would be cool to do a Daredevil episode and then like had a weekend. I to, do like, think put that shit it together. Fits. I do think it fits with like the character. It feels like a thing that Sean would do. But this this downer ending, which we I mean, we've really only kind of glossed over it, but mm-hmm. like it's extended. There is like a huge speech that it's Sean like a five minutes out. Oh, it's, like, yeah. It is. It's Don't like, it fucking is, it's like a kill full, yourself. It's yeah. a full He's five like, minutes. nope. <laughs> Well, like you think he's going to get him too with the like every single one of those people on your crew, your family, any one of them. You ask them, would they rather have six months with you or a million dollars? And they would tell you they'd rather have you. And it's just like it's powerful and it resonates. And 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 Fahey sells it and Sean sells it. But like, I don't know. It just didn't feel like I was watching Psych. Yeah, I agree with you guys. And I think removed if I was to watch this and since I can change my score, I think you guys have convinced me enough. I'm going to at least I, I still really I like this episode a lot, but I am going to drop it a half to to 7.5 to, to I feel like it's a little too high for it. Um, just in the realm of all psych episodes because of the B plot, too. It's, it is it is weak, even though I don't mind it. Um but I still do really like this one. I, I, I like the, I think Fahey does kind of really do it, like sells it for me, even though a lot of other stuff may not work. It, like some of the. Well, we know you love Daredevilry. Yes. Sun work. So I mean, we really, sold him. We really turned him around on that. You yeah. really have. This episode really did. I fuck, I'm going to be. A, <laughs> I think I could be a Daredevil. <laughs> oh, I'm just, watch I, out world. I, I highly advise you, you check out Hot Rod and um, get some pointers. Oh man, that movie is so good. The movie is so good. Three flaming Dr. Peppers. Yeah, it's um it's, it's great. It's a great movie. Um, please check out Hot Rod. But before you do that, we you should check out this show, George. Yeah. Where can they find us on the webs? Oh, Reeves, you know they could find us at Heard Pluto Pod on Twitter and Heard About Pluto Pod at gmail.com. That's right. They certainly can. Let us know what you think. Tell us about the show. Bezos writes in, wrote in last episode. So you want your voice to be heard too. We will read yeah. what you say. That's right. One man, one voice, no mm-hmm. matter if they're on the moon or earth. I see people downloading. So while you're downloading, just be like, hey, this show rules or hey, you know, this show. No, that's it. Just this also show rules. rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mostly this show rules. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's the only just, thing you need. Just say that. Also, uh, if you have uh, advice for Jeff Bezos as he plunders the moon, we could pass that along to him. Yes. Message for Bezos. We, we got have that, a direct, direct line direct, of communication with him. Direct <laughs> telegraph line to Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Somehow. I don't know. I don't know how we have we stumbled upon that, but it happened. So yeah, let us know your thoughts for Bezos. Let us know your thoughts <laughs> of the show. And we will see you next week. We love you. Bye. Bye. Switches.